Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report dated May 21st, 2021. I'm Phil Adler. Since I became fully vaccinated, I've been venturing out more, even visiting one or two restaurants. And I've been struck by how understaffed they are, by how overwhelmed the wait staff is, and by the preponderance of help wanted signs in restaurant and small business windows everywhere. It seems that jobs are back, but not enough people want them. I'm speaking today with Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash, who's looked into this issue in an effort to understand exactly what's happening, why it's happening, and if there are investment implications. Thomas, first of all, give us the latest broad statistics on job openings and job vacancies. In March, there were 8.1 million job openings. This is about 3 million more than there were last year and a new all-time high. In what industries are we seeing the most vacancies? Health services currently has the most overall job openings. That said, accommodation and entertainment at the highest vacancy rate. The big difference is that the latter has more job openings relative to the amount of jobs available within that sector. Some companies are reducing their educational requirements for job openings. How common is this? And how is this affecting the the number of job postings? Well, to attract more workers, certain companies have removed bachelor's degrees as a requirement. This kind of thing was happening prior to the pandemic as the labor market shows signs of tightness, but this trend has accelerated following the reopening of the economy. Several states have decided to cut off extended unemployment benefits to encourage people to go back to work. Is there any hard evidence to suggest that people are postponing going back to work because they want to collect elevated unemployment benefits as long as possible? Well, are there some people doing that? Definitely. But I wouldn't put all the blame on extended unemployment benefits. There are likely other factors at play, which is what I focus on in this report. Then let's dive a little deeper into why jobs remain unfilled. Which age groups are showing the greatest reluctance to return to work? Young adults between the ages of 20 and 24 and adults over the age of 65 appear to be the most reluctant to rejoin the labor and, and how do you explain this reluctance to return to work that, that we're seeing among younger and older Americans? Well, these age groups have relatively more alternatives to employment compared to their counterparts. 20 to 24-year-olds have the ability to go back to school, while adults over the age of 65 can decide to retire. McDonald's is is one of the latest corporations to raise pay at company-owned stores in an attempt to attract workers. How widespread is this trend? Well, we're seeing this trend among some of the major retailers and restaurants, such as Walmart, Chipotle, Amazon, and others. Um, They've all decided to raise their wage to at least $15 an hour. However, I don't really see much evidence of smaller firms following suit. Is it working? It's too soon to tell, as these changes have been relatively recent. However, food services did see a lot of hiring in April. Are there implications on the inflation front? Uh, Again, it's it's kind of unclear as 
many firms have already begun investing in new technology, which could make their overall operation more efficient. And this could offset some of this rise in wage payments. So to sum up, is it fair to say that while the availability of unemployment benefits might be a factor in the labor shortage, it is an oversimplification to focus on this one trend? I do think that unemployment benefits likely played a part in the labor shortage, but I agree that it may be a bit of an oversimplification to say that it is the only Thomas, it seems to me that the lack of available childcare is one problem that might not be resolved easily. Do you agree? Yes, it may take some time to resolve, but I do think the reopening of schools is a great start. Are there policies that are being considered to address this childcare issue? Oh, yes. The latest stimulus package included direct child care payments to be given to households making less than 150K. This should offset some of the costs related to child care. How optimistic are you that the labor force shortage will be resolved in the next few months? I think the labor shortage will eventually be sorted out over the next few months, but I'm not sure when it will end. It, it really depends on whether growth remains stable. And regarding the present labor shortage, are there any important investment implications, or is this just another one of those issues we must consider under the overall inflation umbrella? The labor shortage is more of an economic issue that will mostly impact labor-intensive industries. That said, there are ways for firms to cope with the rising wage demands, such as you know, changing their product mix to favor higher margin goods and services or buying technology to improve efficiency. Inflation is a threat, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but I still think it is too soon to tell whether firms will still have enough leverage to push rising costs onto their consumers. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.